Hey everybody, this is Linda Weber with Soul Purpose Ministries right here in Coshocton, Ohio. And it's good to be here with you. I want to talk to you today about the fire of God. Um, I just want to start with my own personal testimony. Like, I was raised in a Christian home. I was saved. I gave my heart to Jesus when I was nine years old. And when I was 24 years old, I, uh, you know, went to it and talked to a pastor and because I thought I needed what they call an inner healing or whatever because I was having a lot of trouble in my life and stuff <clears throat> and the pastor asked me he goes have you ever been baptized in the Holy Spirit and I said I don't think so and he goes you haven't <laughs> you know because I didn't really know that much about the baptism in the Holy Spirit and uh, so anyway he laid his hands on me and you know after he gave me some scriptures about the baptism in the Holy Spirit and prayed for me to receive the baptism in the Holy Spirit well I didn't shake I didn't rattle and roll and I felt nothing actually but just like when I got saved I received by faith because the Word of God said it and I believed it and I received it and truly I didn't go by feelings we don't go by feelings we go by faith right and faith is the substance of things hoped for the evidence of things not yet seen so I received the, the baptism in the Holy Spirit. I left that building and I got in my car. I was driving home and I was talking out loud to God like I normally did in my car. You know, I talked to him, God, you're so awesome. You're so, <clears throat> you're so holy and, and I love you. And, and you're just so brave. All of a sudden these syllables, these words started, the tongues started coming out of my mouth. And I knew it wasn't me making this stuff up, you know. <clears throat> so what I did, I, I just yielded to that, and I just started speaking in tongues. And uh, so that was uh, my, you know, initial baptism in the Holy Spirit uh, experience. So I got saved when I was nine. When I was 24, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Now, <clears throat> about, um, and, and I'll just say I've been in ministry for 30-some years traveled all over the United States, uh, traveled to different countries. And most of those years, I was just a religious person going out. I was doing the best I could. I was doing what I knew to do. But I didn't have the baptism in the Holy Spirit at that time. I didn't have um, the fire of God. And that's what I want to talk to you about today is the fire of God. Uh, John the Baptist said, he said, I baptize you with water for repentance, but there's coming one after me who's mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not even worthy to untie, and he will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Okay? So I was baptized with the Holy Ghost now. Okay, I was speaking in tongues. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. I noticed a difference, a big difference in my life. I was more bold than I was before, okay? Um, you know, like Peter, uh, he denied Jesus three times when Jesus was arrested. And, um, you know, Jesus told him he was going to do that. He was timid. But Peter was there in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came. He was baptized in the Holy Ghost. And then in Acts chapter 2, um, it talks about how the, the people that were, you know, out listening to the, to the commotion in the upper room, they thought they were drunk in that upper room. And Peter stood up boldly. 
Now, Peter wouldn't have done that before, the baptism in the Holy Spirit, okay? He stood up boldly and told him, you know, these aren't drunk as you suppose, but this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel, you know? So anyway, so you will, and Jesus said in Acts verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 8, he said, you will receive power or boldness when the Holy Ghost comes upon you to be my witnesses. So we receive the mighty baptism in the Holy Spirit to be a witness, to be bold, to go out there, you know. Now the fire of God, okay, well, I was baptized in the Holy Ghost, speaking in tongues, noticed a difference in my life, but I still knew there was something missing, okay? Because I didn't have that sense of urgency. I was bold, but I didn't have a sense of urgency like I should have. And I knew I was missing something. So I kept studying the word. I kept listening to different preachers talking about the fire of God. And I'm reading where Jesus, okay, John said that Jesus would baptize you in the Holy Ghost and fire, okay? And uh, the, our God is an all-consuming fire, you know? And I just knew I was missing something else. So I went on a quest for the fire of God. It's like, okay, I want all that heaven has for me. I want to be a mighty warrior for Christ. I want to fulfill the destiny that he has for my life. So I just, I just, I seen people, you know, moving in the power of God, the demonstration of the power of God, because all those years that I traveled, I didn't see much happening. I went out and preached a good message. I preached out of the Bible. I preached the word, but I never seen a demonstration of the power of God. I knew I was missing something. And uh, so anyway, you know, any person that has ever been used of God, in a mighty way is because the fire of God has touched them. Okay. That's what's happened. That's what people are missing. We need the fire of God. We need the fire of God in the white house. We need the fire of God in our churches. We need the fire of God in our schools. We need the fire of God in our workplaces. We need the fire of God in our homes. Okay. And uh, the fire will purify you, number one. It'll purify you. It'll burn away things in your life that are not pleasing to God. You know, there's things in your character that God wants to remove, that he wants to, uh, you know, that has to be removed. And he'll purify you, okay? He's going to cleanse things in your life. And uh, think about fire. Um, you know, when, when they purify silver, all of the dross, they purify it by fire and all the dross comes up to the top. They scoop that stuff off. That's the way it is with the fire of God. The fire of God's going to come and it's going to start revealing things in your character and your life that's not pleasing to God. Okay? So the fire of God is going to set you apart. Okay? Uh, consecrate. Now, we, sometimes we have a consecration service. What does that mean? Well, the definition of consecrate is you are to set yourself apart from evil turn to the Lord to be, and be prepared to be used by God. Okay? So you set yourself apart. Consecrate means you're set apart. You are putting yourself apart for God to be used by him, by him. Okay? Because he has a plan and a purpose for every one of your lives. He has plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans for hope and a future. When he formed you, before he formed you in your mother's womb, he knew you. And he had a plan for you. Well, maybe you've gotten off track, but I want to tell you tonight that God wants to put you back on track with him, okay? So we need the fire of God to do this, all right? So, and, and then you're going to get a passion. You're going to get a passion for souls to be saved, you know? Um, you're going to get a passion to be in his presence, 
You're going to be you're going to want to be alone with him. You're going to want to spend time with him. You're going to have a passion to be holy because God said be holy as I am holy. So repentance, we need to turn. We need to turn from the way we're going and turn back and turn towards God. Get our eyes on God. Get him off of this world, okay? The world behind me, the cross before me. We need to persevere and endure and plow through whatever comes our way. But we need to be set apart for God, okay? And uh, listen, Jeremiah the prophet, he said, Thy word, Lord, is like a fire shut up in my bones. I'm weary of holding it in. Indeed, I cannot. Well, before I got the fire of God, I didn't have that sense of urgency. I, I seen people get saved, but I didn't have a sense of urgent. I didn't have that sense of urgency. How urgent is it to get out there? People are dying like this. If you could see people in this, if you could see in the spirit realm right now, it'd be like a busy airport. There's people dying and going wherever they go, and there's people being born. It's like a busy airport in the spirit realm. Okay, so there's a sense of urgency because just like this, people are dying. And some of them are on their way to a lost eternity. They're on their way to a devil's hell. They need us to have that sense of urgency, believer. They need us to go out and to tell them to the good news that Jesus loves them, that he died for them, that he made a way for them to be saved. So you're not going to do much without the fire of God. I'm just telling you. I've been there, done that. And, uh, you know, in in, uh, in second... Um, in 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 3, it says, For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but after their own lust shall they heap to themselves teachers having itching ears. Okay? Now, God said that he is going to watch over his word to perform it. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 12, it says God watches over his word to perform it, not our opinion. You know, I heard a pastor say one time, he said, everybody has an opinion. Opinions are like armpits and some of them stink, right? So we need to go, always go back to the word of God. We need to get a hunger for God and we need to get back to the blood of Jesus, okay? So there is a lot of, of people right now, they can come in a church and the fire of God start, falls and the, God starts revealing things in their character and they don't want to change. So they'll run. They'll leave that church and go to church down the street where that pastor will tickle, 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 tell them what they want to hear, you know. But I'm telling you, if ever we needed to hear the, uh, the, the, the word of God, just the word of God preached and taught, I'm telling you, it's now, you know. It's, it, we've gotten so far off on some of this stuff. And it's time to return. It's time to repent. It's time to turn back to God. It's time to return to the word of God, okay. Now, the fire of God will change your life and your ministry, okay? And that's what we need, right? Hallelujah. Um, I know for me it did. I, I had to break some friendships, people that were dragging me down, you know? And, and listen, that same fire that purges you, that purifies you, is going to protect you. Because anybody that comes around you, they're going to have to get in the fire with you <laughs> or they're not going to be able to stand to be around you. Okay. So, and that's what we want. We want people to look at us and say, I want what you got. What is it? What is it about you? And we always have an opportunity to lead people to Jesus and to, to lead them in the mighty baptism of the Holy Ghost and fire. Amen. So, uh, Pentecostal is not a denomination. 
okay it's a, it's an experience it's it's something that we live okay a lot of people call them they're self pentecostal but they're nothing they they're not pentecostal they're dead they're they're like a dead methodist church i'm sorry but all my methodist friends out there i love you but I'm going to have a Methodist revival sometime and get back to the roots of this. John Wesley formed that, that denomination, right? And uh, he moved in the power of God. So I'm telling you, it's just time for the, the individual believers to get on fire for God, to get revived, to come back to our roots, which is the book of Acts. To carry on that book of Acts church, we need to be the book of Acts church, amen? And uh, stop, you know with a denomination man i'm telling you right now i just call myself full gospel i i don't know i believe the bible i believe if god said it i believe it amen um so hallelujah but the but the pentecost that was a an event that took place in acts chapter 2 that's when the holy spirit came and they were baptized filled with the holy spirit that's when the holy spirit came jesus said in acts 1 8 you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you to be my witnesses. He told his disciples, he said, go and wait in Jerusalem in the upper room for the promise that my father is going to send you. And that's when the Holy Spirit came. And there's no ending to the book of Acts. We are carrying it on. Amen. There's no ending to it because we, and listen, we've gotten far away from what we're supposed to be doing, church. It's time to be the book of Acts church hallelujah moving in the power of god amen jesus when he was here he taught he preached and he demonstrated and that he said hey those that believe in me are going to do the same things that i do and even greater things than these because i'm going to my father so the pentecostal was an event not a denomination okay hallelujah well what's all this fire you talk about linda well i'm telling you that's what i'm talking about right now john the baptist said jesus would baptize us with the holy ghost and fire in matthew go to matthew chapter 3 verse 11 that's when john the baptist said i baptize you with water under repentance but there's coming one after me who's mightier than i am whose sandals i'm not even worthy to untie or carry he's going to baptize you with the holy ghost and fire okay you got to get this. Fire purges, it purifies, it refines, and it protects. That's what fire does. When true revival comes, uh, conviction is going to take place. And I believe that's what we're stepping into right now. I believe that we're going to have another great spiritual awakening. The glory of God is going to cover the earth. The glory of God, listen, um, in Isaiah 60, it talks about how there's going to be deep darkness on the earth. But the glory of God will rise upon you, believer okay and uh, the true army of God is rising up hallelujah but when when true revival comes there's going to be conviction because there's going to be the fire of God and you know that saying a fly can't sit on a high hot plate well people can't sit in meetings unless they're going to let God change them okay so with revival there should be change okay so you got to be careful who you hang out with because uh, you get the fire of God and, and some people will be there to put it out they're going to be there with a wet blanket. Pshh, try to put that fire out. Amen. So bad company corrupts character. That's what the Bible says. And uh, so you got to be careful who you hang out with. You know, the Bible says iron sharpens iron. Find your tribe and hang with them. 
people that are on the same mission as you. That's who you need to be to be hanging out with. Amen. And uh, so don't be hanging around with people that are going to drag you down or try to get you away from the word of God and get you into a religious structure. You know, we don't want that. We want everything that heaven has for us. Amen. You know, we can we have religious meetings any day of the week, but when revival come, it's going to change things. Amen. There's going to be change with true revival. Hallelujah. Otherwise, you have a revival. Oh, we're having our week, our yearly week of revival meetings. And people come out just as dead as when they came in. You just had a week of revival meetings. I'm telling you, you're a carrier of revival. If you will stir that fire up that's within you, you will be a carrier of revival. Everywhere you go, people are going to look at you and they're going to say, I see the fire of God on you. I see Jesus in your eyes. I hear Jesus in your voice. I feel Jesus in your touch. That's what's going to change a lost and dying world, people. Come on. In 1 Timothy, I mean in 2 Timothy uh, uh, chapter 1, verse 5, listen, Paul told Timothy, he said, I remind you. No, now, number one, he's reminding Timothy. He said, I remind you, stir up that inner fire. One version says, stir up that inner fire. He said, stir up that gift within you that was given by the laying on of my hands at your ordination. So like I said, one of the versions says, stir up that inner fire within you. We all have a fireplace in our heart and it's up to you to keep that fire burning. You know, I tell the story a lot. I grew up in an old farmhouse. There was um, with seven of us kids. There were, I had six brothers. They were all older than me and I was the only girl and the youngest, okay? But we had an old cold coal and wood furnace in our house down in our basement. And my dad would have to go down there in the middle of the night and throw some logs on that fire or um, some coal, you know, shovel some coal in there. Then he had this big old uh, metal, uh, what we call a poker stick, and he'd stick that stick in there and he'd stir up those embers and he'd get that fire burning hot again, you know. If my dad didn't do that, if he did not stir that fire up, we would wake up to a very cold house. He had to keep that fire burning. It's no different with your fireplace in your heart. You have to keep it going. You know, so many people uh, rely on the pastor once a week. They they'd come dragging into church. Stir me up, pastor. Stir me up. You know? Well, what do you mean stir you up? Why don't you stir your own self up? You know, you need to keep yourself stirred up. You stir yourself up every day. I wake up, I tell you, the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is start stirring myself up. I, before I even open my eyes, I'm awake and I say, oh, no weapon formed against me will prosper. And every tongue that rises up against me, um, I'll prove them wrong. Amen. And I'll say, you know, just start repeating scriptures. Greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. If God is for me, who can be against me? This is the day that the Lord has made. I choose to rejoice and be glad in it. You know, and his mercies are new every morning. And I, I right, I'm, spit, I'm just stirring myself up with the word of God. And then I go get my coffee. I go sit down on my couch and I start reading my Bible. I'm going to stir myself up some more. And I'm sitting there. I've, I've already repeated a lot of scriptures. And then I start reading my Bible. I'm putting more logs on the fire. You see, every day. This is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week relationship with God, not some religious uh, thing that you do once a week on Sunday morning, and you go and expect that, that pastor to stir you up. You stir your own self up. Amen. We have to keep ourselves stirred up. 
It's up to you to keep that fire going. Amen. So it's possible to live in the fire, but just because you got it once doesn't mean you're going to keep it, okay? I remember, um, I'm, I'm already running out of time here. I remember, okay, I told you I was saved when I was nine. I was baptized in the Holy Spirit when I was 24. And then about 12 years ago, I received the, the fire of God, okay? Because I told you I was looking for more. I, I knew there was more. And uh, I, went, I wanted that fire. I wanted that sense of urgency. I wanted all that heaven has for me. So I, you know, found a ministry that really carried the fire of God. And I went to some of the meetings. I, I sat in probably 50 meetings before I ever got touched by the fire of God. And uh, I knew I, I wanted what he had and, you know, what he was preaching about. But one night I walked up to him. Because everybody in the place, all these meetings, they were all getting, they were on the floor. They, I tell you, <clears throat> they were really touched by the fire of God. And I'm just sitting there like nothing, you know. And uh, I went up to him and it, I was like, at this point, I was desperate. I went up to him and I stuck my finger, like not in a disrespectful way, but I said, I want that fire that you've been preaching about and that you're talking about. I want what I've been reading about in the Bible. I want that fire. And that guy, he just looked at me and he smiled. And I'm telling you, he raised his hand. That man didn't even touch me. God knew it was time. And I'm telling you, the fire of God fell on me. I started running in place. I fell on the ground. I ran around the room. I can't even explain it. I felt like my lungs were going to explode. You know, when you, you just felt like you had to run. I got that fire. I got that sense of urgency. Okay, but the next morning, I woke up, I felt tired. I didn't feel that same feeling that I felt the night before. But you know what I did? I started stirring myself up. And I did notice a big difference in my life. It changed everything. It changed everything in my life. Matter of fact, when I started ministering after that, the fire of God would fall on people. People were getting healed in the meetings. They were getting saved and set free. I did notice a big difference. Uh, you know, because we don't go by feelings. We go by faith. Amen. So for me, saved at nine years old, uh, baptized in the Holy Spirit with the evidence of speaking at tongues at 24 years old. And then about 12 years ago, I received another experience, which was the fire of God. So I'm telling you right now, God has so much for you and you're not going to do anything unless you receive the, the mighty baptism in the Holy Spirit and fire. Okay. It's like Samson when he lit those, the 300 uh, tails of those foxes. Listen, they didn't go anywhere until he tied them together, lit their tails on fire. They ran with a sense of urgency. That, that uh, rockets, those rockets down there in uh, Cape Canaveral, listen, they sit on a pedestal, but they just sit there until they get fire up underneath them. And buddy, they put fire underneath that rocket. It takes off. Nothing happens without the fire. You need the fire of God. I only got halfway through my message right now, but I want to pray for some of you to receive the fire of God. And I pray that same fire of God that fell on me over 12 years ago now, that changed my ministry, that changed my life, will fall on you. And I'm going to pray for you here in a minute. But I'm telling you, maybe some of you out there, you've never even had that first experience that I had when I was nine years old. You've never given your life to Jesus Christ, and you want to do that right now, okay? I want to lead you in a prayer, 
that's going to connect you up with God. And if you mean business with God, he means business with you. You know, the Bible says that we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death, which is eternal separation from God. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. The Bible also says that whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And that's you. Okay, and I want to lead you in a prayer right now. I want you to believe this with your heart and say it out loud with your lips. Okay, just say this. Say, dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sin. Wash me clean with the blood of Jesus. I believe that Jesus is the son of God. That he died for me that he rose from the dead and he's coming back again for me. I'm forgiven, I'm saved, and I'm on my way to heaven because I have Jesus in my heart. Now, Father God, I pray for everyone that just prayed that prayer. And Father, I ask that you would seal them with the precious blood of Jesus, that not one of them will be lost on that day. Lord, reveal yourself to them in Jesus' name. And, and I want to pray now for people and um, even you that just gave your life to, to the Lord. You don't have to wait for a year or two years or whatever. You're ready right now to receive the mighty baptism with the Holy Spirit and fire. You listen. Um, Huh. You receive it by faith. Do you believe you just got saved just now? You know, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Listen, God will baptize you right now with the Holy Spirit and fire. I want to pray for every one of you. Just repeat this after me. Just say, dear Lord Jesus, baptize me with the Holy Ghost and fire. Fill me now, Lord. I want everything that you have for me. Now, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Jesus baptized them with the Holy Ghost and fire. With the evidence of speaking in tongues, Lord, I pray the fire of God fall on them right now. The glory of God roll into their room. Father, I thank you for every person out there that needs a healing in their body. Lord, from the top of their head to the tips of their toes, the fire of God falling and burning out every disease and sickness in their bodies right now. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Father God, and I praise you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Shokuramande, breve shokotia labro. Some of you are speaking in tongues right now. Just keep on praying. Just keep on stirring up that inner fire within you. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you have been touched tonight by this program, or maybe you're watching a replay of this, I want you to connect up with us. I want you to go to S pministries.com the things on the screen all the information right there go to my youtube channel look up soul purpose ministries on youtube you'll be able to watch replays of all of these shows and and other things that we have on there but i want you to let me know what has happened what has god done in your life through these shows through this ministry um, so we can rejoice with you now listen if uh god has touched your body and healed you in some way i want you to contact us and let us know what God has done for you. Maybe some of you have prayer requests. Uh, we pray every day. We will pray 
fervently for you. We will believe with you. Jesus said, if two of you on earth agree on anything in my name, my Father in heaven will give it to you. So we're going to agree and pray with you and for you in Jesus' name. We love you. God loves you. Um, it's so important that you connect up with us because we need to know and hopefully we'll get to meet you in person. We travel all over the United States and in other countries and uh, hopefully we'll be able to come and bring revival to your city, your state, your church, your, your gathering or whatever. Contact us today and, and let us know that you want us to come in your area and we'll pray about it and um, hopefully God will lead us to you and uh, I'm telling you now more than ever we need to run with the fire, run with a sense of urgency and uh, I'm telling you, you're going to see a big, big change in your life and in your ministry. And uh, God bless you. Love you.